Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special uh, winter edition of the Ninth State Sports Show. Uh, this is Joe Marcellina, uh, back with you for what's uh, going to be our weekly winter podcast, although this week we're doing something a little special. We are on location at the uh, Chick-fil-A Holiday Basketball Tournament over at Nashua South. Uh, we'll be hanging out here for the next couple of days, uh, watching some boys and girls high school hoops, uh, and be joined by some of the coaches throughout this uh, tournament and actually sitting with one right now. Joining me is uh, Alvern head coach, uh, Marty Edwards. For, right off the uh, uh, first tournament win of your your Alvern coaching career, you guys just you, took down Goffstown 51-48. Um, uh, coach, just want to share with me some thoughts on, uh, on how that game went for you guys? Well, it's a great game against a great team. Uh, Goffstown really came to play. They shot well from the outside. They created a lot of problems for us. Uh, the defense was very good. They were a very good rebounding team. Uh, they're well coached by Coach Gasper. And uh, they're going to they're gonna have a good season. That's a tough team. That was a good, very good basketball game for us to win. You, you guys got down there in that, that second quarter uh, and really spent, I think, the end of that quarter and then the third chipping away. Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, what was the difference through that third quarter? You guys finally came back and I think cut it to one at the end of the quarter. Yeah, well, we, we recognized that we had to go deep to our bench. We needed more energy on defense. Uh, we had to get to their legs because they were shooting well. It's the only way you can stop a good shooting team is to get to their legs. I felt we did that. Uh, we, we did a better job on help defense because they were getting a lot of good looks in the middle. And uh, we just kind of clamped it down. We went more to the bench, got some got some uh, some lively legs in. We yeah. just tried to get some... Rebounding on the inside, a little more active on rebounding and defense. So ultimately, that's going to be the difference in a game like that. Get uh, 14 points from from Max Bonnie Lyles, uh, and I thought that stretch that he had at the end of the third quarter. Uh, I think he had six in a row uh, for you guys that got you back in it. Mm -hmm. um, really, just got to the basket. Um, you know, when a kid with that kind of size, uh, yep. it, I mean, it just what can you say? Of course, this year, your first year with uh, with Alvern. Um, you know, just having a kid like that. Who can? Who's got the size, the ability to get to the basket, and, and how? What's what's it been like? You know, taking it's, and coaching that kid like it's that. It's great. He's a great. He's a great leader too. He's not just a great player. He uh, he makes everybody around him great, not just physically but mentally. He's a very good leader. He works as hard as anybody. He sticks around. He helps coaching the younger kids. Uh, he's just a great example. It's a great example to have a player like that. And you're right. Having that option where we can just kind of open up the floor and let him create is uh, is a big is a big plus, and it helps everybody. Now I know, um, you know, obviously the in New Hampshire tournament games don't count towards your your regular season standing, but to get a, a win like this one where you're you're fighting back for it, you know, it comes down to the last couple of possessions, the experience of all that. I mean, how big is that for for your guys? It's great. It's because we haven't really had a game like that, where we've been tested down the end. We've had to really utilize late game situations, substitutions. Um, you know, we go over every day. We go over game situations in practice. We run a drill. We do that every day. But every every game's different. Right. That was a unique situation, somewhat, because we had a three-point lead. We we had fouls to give. We could foul them a little bit and take some time off the clock. We did not want to see them take a three. We were going to give up the layup. So it was good. It was a good dialogue going on amongst the players, and it was a learning experience for them too. But it's it's tough because they have to make the decision whether to foul, whether he's shooting or not, and. It's, it's a good decision for them to have to make because that decision ultimately might come up again. So it, you're right. It was a very good game for a lot of different reasons, for just experience, but also to have to go through some of these situations we can learn from. 
Now, if you don't mind, could you tell us a little bit how you ended up? Obviously, you were you know longtime uh, assistant at, at, at Bishop Girton. Right. Um, you know, uh, taking over this program this year. Just uh, how'd you end up at Alvern, and 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 how did it kind of work out? Well, when I was at Girton, I um, I felt that I wanted to I wanted to coach varsity. I'd been coaching JV for 15 years, and I I, didn't, I felt Jimmy was going to be there for a while, so. I took a job at Berwick. Mm -hmm. I went up to Berwick Academy for two years. It's a place in Southern Maine. Mm -hmm. And the, that's a bit of a hike. It's an hour yeah. and a half yeah. you know, commute every day to get up there. But Berwick, a very, very good school, great people. Uh, but the commute was becoming difficult for me you know, with my job and everything right. getting up there. So I made a decision. I resigned in July. I wanted to give them plenty of time to find a new coach. And then uh, as luck would have it, uh, the job at Alvern opened up in, in October, right before the season right. start. A lot of people had committed already to the season, so I was able to. Get, I was very lucky to get the job, and um, I was lucky to get uh, Karen Bonney as my assistant. She's a great coach and a great um, former Division One player. She's at Colorado mm -hmm. State. I got Buddy Ahern, work with the kids in the off season as my assistant. The kids all know him, and it's just been a great situation. And it's a great community over at Alvern. They're very supportive. Great bunch of kids. We have four sophomores, four juniors, and four seniors. And it's just, a, it's just a really good group. So Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. By looking at your roster, it looks yeah. like it's pretty, oh, yeah. you've got experience, and then you've got uh, some young guys who you can kind of learn yes. the ropes, and they don't have to be thrown into the fire. Nope. Which, some you know, I, I know sometimes new coaches come in, and it's maybe it's a bad situation because right. of, you know, maybe depth or just players weren't there. Yeah. Uh, so, but, it, but it looks like it's a good balance for Very you. Very good balance. And uh, they're all learning from each other. We got a good group of seniors, and they've been great leaders. They're good examples, and our practices are very competitive. Our second team is is actually quite good. If you saw, we were it was kind of like a hockey game there. Uh, yeah, early. I did see that earlier. We got those yeah, five guys yeah. in, and they did, I thought they did a good job. Of uh, their their goal was to score and to get to the legs a little bit, and I thought they did a really good job. So I was yeah. proud of them. Looked like a little bit of a line change yep. there a couple of times, which I think I have a feeling over the next couple of days we'll be seeing a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. time time of year for right. that. Um, Right. You know, getting to play in, in, in this tournament, too, again, the, the uh, Chick-fil-A tournament over here at Nashua South, um, you know, it's been held over here for got to be the last seven or eight years. I know they used to alternate, but seven or eight years or so. Um, you know, just getting this kind of, I mean, I know some of the teams you're familiar with, Goffstown obviously not being a Division Two team, but, um, you know, you're going to get possibly a Nashua team, maybe two, maybe Merrimack, um, or maybe an unknown here with Thornton. Uh, just... You know, what, what does this kind of do for you guys, you know, as you get ready to get back into the season in a week? It really uh, teaches us a lot about ourselves because, as you know, early in the season, you're, you're still trying to identify what you're going to be, and you don't really know that until you play a few games and see, you know, what subs go with what, what's a better situation, what's a better offense, what's a better defense, what to do against certain defenses, you know, what, what triggers in the huddle worked, you know, to get them, you know, more prepared for that moment. So you see a lot of that, and the, and the video is great, too, because now we can go back and look at video, see what actually happened. As you know, the game, I don't remember a lot of stuff that happened. Right. I right. can go back now and look at the video, the magic of video. Thank God we got that, right? <laughs> you know, as you get older, you can't yeah. remember that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this way, you can kind of go back and say, look, and we can even show the players and say, here's a situation we're talking about. You know, we have to help out in the middle. Here's a good indication of it right here. We have to defend and hedge on these screens, the ball screens. Ball screens are one of the bigger challenges we face now in defending those especially if it's a team that can really run off ball screens so it gives us a good body of work to look at and say hey this is what we have to do then we can work on it sharpen the blade in those areas and uh so it's good but it's it's definitely more trying to figure out who we are 
and you know what we have to do. He is Alvern coach uh, Marty Edwards. Marty, thanks for uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to join me. Thank, thanks for having me, Joe. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. And joining me now is Merrimack girls basketball coach Courtney Cheatham, coming right off of a uh, uh, opening win here at the Chick Fil A basketball tournament. Uh, you know, it looked like with about I don't know six minutes to go that you guys were in almost in cruise control, maybe a little bit too much. Up 10, ended up winning 50, uh, oh, now I can't remember the final. I think it was 54-51 50, in 54. overtime over Nashua North. Uh, just what can you say, what were your thoughts about how you guys played tonight? Um, I think when you grind out a win like that, you got to be happy. But we, this is our second time playing North, and both times they're always staying in the game. So, you know, a 10 or 11-point lead is not enough. Um, couple of uh, made layups and a couple made free throws that we can extend that to a 15 16 point lead but when we didn't do that let them hang in the game and led to overtime but glad we pulled it out at the end uh, second time in what less than two weeks really right was it to a Friday or last Thursday or for the Friday before you get them and then you get them another game it's kind of I mean, how that's got to make make a difference too. Is is it you know you really have any secrets against the team when you're playing them twice in less than two weeks, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But then, but then uh, they also don't have any secrets either, <laughs> so it kind of washes that away. Yeah. You know what? Um, you know, you guys had a I think a 19-13 lead at halftime or something like really low scoring first half. What was different in that second half for you guys offensively? Uh, I think we hit more shots, mm -hmm. um, and we got more stops on D until uh, the fourth quarter there. Uh, we went on a little run there. We switched up our defense here and there, and I think defensive stops create offensive opportunities, and so we were able to hit a couple shots and get some transition uh, points, which helped us a lot. Uh, you know, what was different in that last couple? You mentioned, you know, making some free throws or, or, or hitting a couple shots in the last few minutes of, of regulation there. What was Did North do anything, though, to, to kind of – I mean, obviously they made – they had to score points. Um, but what were they – did they change anything defensively against you guys, or were you guys just coming down and having too many empty – empty possessions there at the end. I, I think you called it. I think they were doing the same thing they've been doing all game, but they have some really, really athletic uh, players, and they get in passing lanes and make it difficult for you. So um, they made us work for every basket. Um, but we were just able to, as the game moved on, get a little more comfortable and execute. Um, you know, and, and I, I talked earlier with uh, Alvern coach Marty Edwards about this. Their game came down to like the, come the last couple possessions. Your game comes down to overtime, last few possessions. How valuable is that to get in a situation like this where, you know, these are, you know, it, they don't count in the standings, but it's competitive. You're you're playing your kids. Um, everybody's trying to win. Um, you can kind of learn what it's like to be in a game like that. I love that. I mean, I like to think that every practice and every game we have, we try to win. But as you know, you know, season can get kind of long. So to be in this competitive environment, kind of close to our home. Um, and have a great atmosphere here at Chick-fil-A. It's pretty awesome to uh, be able to grind it out and get that experience where you have to make decisions. That, and good for me as well, you know, have yeah. to make those game time decisions uh, for our kids. So you guys are off to a, what, three and one start in Division One this we year? Are. Um, big win over Pinkerton uh, a little more than a week ago. You know, just uh, looking at your roster, you guys have what um, got a good mix, but very senior heavy in, in, in a lot of spots. Um, you know, how is this group kind of coming together? What do you like about this group that you've got this year? Uh, well, I've had them. This is my fourth year with them. So the majority of this crew has been on varsity since they were freshmen and started since they were freshmen or sophomore. So they have some experience. Mm -hmm. But then we also have this great uh, sophomore and, and freshman group on our varsity squad. And they 
They're, they were on varsity last year, but they're taking a little bit of a bigger role. So it's nice to have the mentorship, but you know, at the end it was a sophomore who hit the basket that we needed and got the defensive stop. So you know, good for her too. So it's like it's a good balance of some experience, but mentorship, but also uh, some good youth talent. And and I imagine, I mean, looking back on that, you know, when they were freshmen, you guys went through some growing pains. Yeah, we were 19 out of 19. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just how how tough was it to go from that point? I mean. What did you have to do to keep the girls kind of, you know, from getting too discouraged? You know, I mean, because I can imagine at some point that kind of sets in that you get a little frustrated. Maybe it's tougher to stick with it. How did you keep them together to get to this point? Uh, they're kind of just they're a lot of self-motivation, right? So they had a lot of uh, opportunity at a young age, but they didn't. Um, they, they took advantage of it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And so I think they just stayed motivated and they knew that if they grinded it out and took some time, that when they got to be juniors and seniors, we'd be really be able to compete and, and that's what we're seeing now, so. Of course, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, you've got uh, Goffstown in the, I guess what's technically the semifinals of the of the tournament. Yeah. Um, you know, a kind of a, an unfamiliar for you guys in a sense, just because of the difference in divisions. Mm -hmm. um, they're in division two. You know, what do you know about them, and what, what do you kind of expect to see tomorrow? Yep, so, uh, you know, Coach Largi, I've known him for a little while, right, and he's got them playing pretty well. I was able to watch their game this morning and kind of check it out. Uh, you know, a lot of athleticism, a lot of hard work. They grinded out a nice win this morning. So, you know, we just try to worry about what we need to do, um, and, and I think if we can do what we need to do, it should be, you know, the, the game should take care of itself. Uh, right, Courtney, thanks again for uh, for joining yeah, me. Thank uh, you. Good luck tomorrow. And, thank uh, you so much. Yeah. And I'm joined now by Sauhegan boys basketball coach Peter Pierce uh, as Sauhegan's getting ready to play in uh, tonight's semifinal against Merrimack. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a few minutes to, uh, to chat with me. How, how, are, uh, how are you guys looking on the, the bus ride over here today? Uh, you know, first of all, my pleasure to be here with you. Uh, the kids are feeling pretty good. You know, that was a big win for us last night. And, um, We'll see what the energy level looks like here in the first half, but they were pretty happy with it. I told, I tried to tell them to go home and go to bed, but I don't know how <laughs> successful I was. With for, that. For, fortunately, you're playing the uh, the late game tonight. I can tell you, and, the yeah. coach went home and went to bed. That's for sure. <laughs> um, of course, you you guys uh, knocked off Nashua South last night, 54-53 at the Chick Fil A tournament. Uh, came back from I think it was seven down with with under four minutes to play, um, you know, and really got some nice. Uh, down the stretch baskets plays from your seniors. Um, you know, going back and looking at at who was you know doing the scoring for you guys at the end there. Um, yeah. You know, your your guys. You were telling me last night your veterans. Well, you know, it comes as no surprise to anybody that watches enough high school basketball that you know at crunch time you're looking for your seniors to do something because they've been there and they're experienced and they're you know they should feel comfortable in that situation as opposed to looking at it for the first time like a younger player might. Um, We've, in the couple of games that we've played, we didn't play very well in our first game. The second game was pretty much the same thing. We came from about 11 down late in the game to, to get a victory. So I feel like they're gaining some confidence that they can play with pretty much anybody. We just don't want to play from behind as much as we've been playing from behind. You know? Right, you guys opened what? Opened the year with Milford, uh, a loss at Milford, which is always always a tough way to start the season for both teams. I. I I wish there was something that, that you guys could change with the, that so you don't have to play that game well, I think the, so uh, early. Yeah, I think the rotating schedule changes. Change, I think right. this is the last year of the schedule. It's not been very good because we see Milford the first game of the year. We see Milford the fourth game of the year. 
And, and, and sometimes like here, it, yeah. We see him here. So it's, yeah. And we see him in the summer, and we see him in the fall, and we see him, you know, we see him a lot. And some of your so, kids probably see him in other sports, too. Oh, and absolutely, it's, yeah. absolutely. Our guys are, we're, we're well acquainted with their roster and the, the people in the town. And, I mean, it makes for a nice rivalry and fun to play, but it would be nice to spread it out a little bit. Yeah. And then your uh, second game bounced back with a win over uh, Pelham. Pelham, right. Um, and that was, again, it was far from an artistic uh you know, any uh, artistic ability at all. It was an ugly basketball game, a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, didn't execute very well. Truth be known, that game last night was as good as we played uh, execution-wise to date this season. I mean, when we needed to run some stuff, we were able to run things. So we're getting better. Our, our you know, the basics are getting better. We're, we're, our cuts are getting better. Our screens are getting better. Our boxing out needs to get a lot better. <laughs> I think that, that can always get better, can it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the tip most difficult things to do is to teach guys how to box out out of the yeah, zone. Yeah, yeah. You know? so, so those parts of the game, when you go to zone, you know, all of a sudden you're not as effective on the defensive glass, and it kind of comes back to bite you a little bit. So, you know, it was all in all, though, it was as complete a game as we've played so far. Uh, you know, one guy, I, I did see that, that Milford game, obviously saw last night's game, and the one guy that's really stood out to me um, is Matt McCool. Um, I know he came off the bench in that first game. I, I didn't, I wondered if maybe it was some foul trouble, because I know you guys were in foul trouble early in that game. Maybe he played a little bit more, but last night, I mean, he, he was your high scorer uh, with 16. High rebound, uh, how, nine, he, actually, uh, at nine, yeah. Just um, for a uh, freshman, and he's got, he's got, some really good size for a kid that that young. He does. He has great size. He has a, he has a, a great understanding of the game. Uh, he's a gym rat. He plays all year. He's just the kind of guy that you want to build a program around. He's uh, he has his moments where he kind of flashes back to being a you know right. a freshman. Yeah. And but those are getting fewer and fewer and fewer as we go. Uh, if you saw last night, he had a couple instances where he was coming down the floor on the wing, and his body hasn't caught up with his mind. So he, he thinks the game a lot quicker than his body allows him to play the game. Yeah. So if we can just get him steer steer him clear of those instances, uh, he's going to have a great season. I mean, he's going to have a fantastic season. What is he probably four, 14, 15 maybe? Yeah, I think he's 15. Um, uh, I mean, it'll, I know, imagine those things will come. I mean, think about it. This, at this time last year, he's playing middle school basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, Last night he walked in the gym and guarded some 6A kid. Yeah. And did a great job. Yeah. And did a great job. I mean, he battled the whole night. Uh, are there holes in the game? Of course there's holes in his game. But if there's anybody that can fix him, it'll be him. He's got a great attitude. He knows he knows really where he's at. You know, he knows that he's the youngest player on the floor most of the time. And uh, he's got a good good outlook on it. Yeah. He really does. He's, yeah. He'll take a couple of pounds. He doesn't stop playing. Yeah. Uh, Talk about your other your seniors, though. You know, you've got a, a group of guys uh, like we were saying that have been around, you know, for a long time. It feels like, um, yeah. you know, they've been in a lot of games. Um, and they've been in a lot of games with me, and, and, that, yeah. and that's kind of a key thing. You know, this uh, consistency in your approach and your coaching always comes into play when you've got guys that you've had for since they were freshmen. You know, and uh, one of the hardest things to do is to be a first-year coach. Yeah. Because you don't know the players, you don't know the parents, you don't know the administration, for probably. Uh, there's so much you don't know, and you've got to install so much that it doesn't seem like you can act, really do it in one high school season. It's really tough. And this is this is what, year five for this you? my year five. Oh, year five, yeah. yeah. 
So um, and we've had we've had some successes, uh, but this group is uh, they're, they're they're probably as cohesive as any group I've had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, looking at some of the uh, obviously we talked about Matt, um, but the rest of the, the the JV, the younger part, of, you know, younger kids in the program, the middle school. How do you feel like that's kind of um, you know, coming up at, in, in Sauhegan and, uh, and in Hammerst and the it's, area. Uh, it's hard. In, in some ways, it's hard because our student population is dropped. Right. Um, we're now under. We're now under 800 yeah. kids. High sevens, I believe. And my uh, my kids went through the Amherst school system, and I have one that graduated in 07 and one that graduated in 11. You know, my middle daughter's class was. 300 and something kids, and the student body was like 1,200. Almost a thousand, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, was over a thousand for a while there, yeah. yeah. I think it was closer to 1,200 kids, and um, you know, so that's that's a full third of the population gone. So, um, which nowadays too gets you talked about moving up to to D1 if you're oh that yeah, you're that big yeah. of a school. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's changing consistently, yeah. but. You know, our, you know, we're hoping that we get a good feeder system built and that some of the younger guys in town, the dads, you know, really take take advantage of the opportunity to coach and get involved in the programs. And, you know, you do have to have year-round players to compete in Division Two, probably pretty much all the divisions, I imagine. Yeah. You know, you can see... You can see just by playing those early games in the year, which teams played fall ball, which teams spent the summer together. I mean, there's a lot of catching up if you're not doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at the landscape of, of Division Two, I mean, I know, I know you probably haven't seen too much of, of other teams at this point. You're only a couple games in, but just what are your um, what well, are your expectations of what I've the probably divisions? Probably seen more than I should have. I've seen <laughs> a lot of film. I, I did go to Concord here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, you got, you've got some play. You know, Lev, and Lev looks good. They run their stuff. Almost, it's almost like they just plug in new pieces. So Maddie does a great job up there. I saw Kearsage on film. The, the big kid is, you know, he's a lot for anybody to handle. Yeah. They've got a couple of really good players. Um, Goffstown was here, but I didn't see him play. We see Milford all the time. HB's got Simcoe and Dowling, and those kids are... Uh, you know they're you know, going to be Sim there at the Sim end, yeah. Simcoe is like... You know he's a rebounding machine, so you really got to you really got to address that as the first thing when you play that team. So and Cole's a great coach; he's going to be around a long time. And that that should be an interesting matchup because they get Kearsarge, I think in a couple of weeks I in in Hollis. Yeah. yeah Is it do. this coming week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Kearsarge might have the advantage there because I think that their backcourt's a little more season. Right. That's where um, where Hollis kind of lost right. uh, lost a little bit. So, but you know, by the end of the season, a lot of these things will be ironed out, mm -hmm. and you never know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to have uh, injuries or who's going to have academic issues or you know disgruntled players. Any number of things can go wrong. You got to have a lot of things go right yeah, to yeah. have any string of success. You really yeah, do. Yeah. He is uh, Sauhegan boys basketball coach Peter Pierce. Uh, Peter, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes to join me, and uh, good luck tonight. My pleasure.